0: all right ladies and gentlemen how you doing we did the running backs video a few days ago in terms of my final updated ranks and tiers and believe it or not a couple spots have moved in that but what do you expect i mean it's 91 running backs we covered 50 of them talked about a couple more some things have changed you can check it out in the draft guide down below today we're doing the receivers and as this video comes out i'm recording it 24 hours before it's posting I hope no news comes out. There's no more games. These camps are shut down. So unless Adam Schefter or a big, a bigwig journalist reports something, you're probably not going to have any major changes. So we should be pretty finalized as the season now, by the time this video comes out is less than a week away, is four or five days away. So these wide receivers are my top five tiers. Now I have wide receivers ranked all the way out to 125 in the draft guide. We're not going to sit here. I'm not going to put you through that, right? we're going to go through the top five tiers which has 51 wide receivers and just like the running backs we're going to tell you exactly why they're ranked where they are and we're going to go through it so that if you're drafting tonight or you're drafting later this weekend you're going to be exactly where you need to be prepared ready to dominate with that running back tiers and now the wide receivers the two most by far important positions for your fantasy rosters. so let's hop right into it with tier five and if you have a second hit the like button and let me know down below right now as we start in the comment section who is your favorite wide receiver value to pick after those first couple of rounds who's the guy that you're always trying to leave drafts with let me know in the comment section so here is tier five my wide receivers 41 through 51 and now within these tiers as you can see here they're ranked so the guys above them are indeed better but i have them in a tier meaning that i wouldn't be shocked if 51 finished where 41 did based on a range of outcomes in my projections and player analysis. So we can start at the bottom here. LaVisca Chenault is a fantasy darling. He's being taken often now inside the top 40 receivers. I've always been lower on him. And the preseason made the people who loved him even love him even more, right? I mean, he, he had a nice preseason. There was no DJ Shark the whole preseason and he looked good. And there was no Marvin Jones the second game, by the way. The Jags started to play the second half in game two and game three of the preseason with Lawrence. Chenault scores a touchdown in game three when he's the only starting receiver from the actual receivers on the field. So I like that Chenault looked good, but there is some concerns and the main concern is that lavisca chenault has not been playing including in the preseason on the field in two wide receiver sets he did it a little bit more in that third preseason game but that's because marvin jones missed who is expected to be ready week one and the same exact thing for dj shark missed expected to be ready week one so whether there's these three wide receivers i think marvin jones is the number one and then dj shark and lavisca chenault are battling for two i can't post you as a top 36 receiver when I don't even know if you're the second best on your team and when you're definitely not going to be on the field in two wide receiver sets from what we saw in the preseason it's really hard you couldn't even beat out third string guys like Colin Johnson on the outside when DJ Shark was out it's going to be really hard to have faith in ranking you any higher than in this tier and in this range that's LaVisca Schnault. Marquez Callaway jumps up for me I love Marquez Callaway I was getting him in the 18th round all the time before he had those big preseason games the 16th the 14th and now he goes in like the 8th round so I'm rarely getting him I got all the value I needed out of him if you still want to be drafting marcus Callaway, that's fine but right now people are overpaying for him because he had that massive two touchdown game and for good reasons for the first six weeks if not longer he's going to be the wide receiver one on this team with Jameis winston who averages 10.1 air yards per attempt in his career which is by far the most in nfl history just insane so go ahead and draft him if you want i'm just not higher i've been a higher on him for every single week up until the last week and a half because now the market has jumped out well ahead of him those things happen but hopefully you've been following this content so you're already way ahead in your best balls and in some of your season long leagues that drafted a little earlier then there's darnell mooney who was he darnell mooney reminds me of deontay johnson last year like in april and may when you're following football then if you're in dynasty leagues and just early on fantasy content people are loving him they're loving him they're hyping him all the way up and then they get all their content out about him so he starts to slide down a little bit that's darnell mooney who the general manager on this team when they asked what gives you hope for this bears team before they draft the justin fields right before the draft he said darnell mooney gives me hope a wide receiver a wide receiver he got in the fifth round who's basically honestly best comparable to Tyree Kill that sounds crazy I'm not saying he's Tyree Kill but that's what everybody's trying to find that's what everybody's paying up for with the top 10 pick in Jalen Waddle this year right they're trying to find the next Tyree Kill and they ended up finding it in the fifth round one of the things the Bears who have not been great in terms of the draft in terms of how they value their capital this past year was a little bit better even though trading up twice but yes Darnell Mooney was one of their better picks in the last decade and then there's some guys who I don't really have strong stances on too much like Devontae Parker is here He's fine. He's solid. He's probably the third wide receiver on this team. He could easily be the first wide receiver on this team. No Will Fuller week one. Then a rookie Jalen Waddle. We'll see what he does now as he's had really just like one, one and a half strong years, mainly with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Debo Samuels here, who I've been pretty adamant about never really drafting. He's been in some do not draft videos. Look, the problem with Debo Samuel is, and he goes later now, so it's a little bit better, but he's the third passing option in a run first offense. Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle are far ahead of him right now. And potentially they're going to have a mobile quarterback at some point this year in Trey Lance. It doesn't bode well for Debo, who basically is just, I mean, I watched all of his tape from last year. The stats show it as well. He basically is just a screen guy. That's all he does. He doesn't go downfield, and I doubt they're going to implement that that much this year, but Brandon Ayuk was a much better downfield weapon. Also fine at the line of scrimmage Ayuk and after the catch, but much better than Debo Samuel. So the third wide receiver on a run-first offense, I'm not getting much of. Now, here's the one I really like. Jacoby Myers continues to shoot up for me, like Marcus Callaway, had a great preseason. Now you get Mac Jones, the most accurate quarterback in college football history. He's going to be on this team. He's going to be the starter. They're going to play in faster tempo. So instead of being last year where they ranked at 30th out of 32 teams in pace and plays per game because they deliberately played very slow and tried to rely on their defense to win and not Cam Newton who was making mistakes. And in just general, Cam Newton offenses play slower. Now you have Mac Jones who showed he was able to run and run with success in the preseason The hurry up offense. So yeah, Jacoby Myers had success with Mac Jones. He also had a lot of success with Cam Newton last year, but Jacoby Myers is a wide receiver one on this team. They're going to be in a lot of two wide receiver sets and he was on the field in every single one of the two wide receivers set snaps in the preseason with the starters and some with Mac Jones. I like wires a lot. He continues to shoot up for me. Just got him in my home league later on we love that and now you get some clear wide receiver twos for offenses and some wide receiver ones and not the greatest of offenses like brandon cooks is here i don't really want any houston texans to be honest with you he's a wide receiver one on this team he'll have tyrod taylor maybe davis mills throwing him the ball doesn't feel great but i think he's being massively disrespected right now so the adp you actually get him at a nice value for who was one of the best receivers in football last year and top 15 in yards after the catch to an extent doesn't really matter who's throwing him the football he does a lot after the catch mike williams is there who i'm lower than consensus mike williams goes as like a top 38 top 36 receiver there's a little bit of hype here on mike williams like yes keenan allen is going to be the target hog there i know justin herbert was fantastic and the hope is that mike williams can just stay healthy this big body receiver on the outside but i hate to break it to you austin eckler is going to be the number two wide receiver on this team and then mike williams is going to be battling josh palmer who seems to have taken the wide receiver three job tyron johnson cut well ahead of jalen guyton apparently is josh palmer They're draft picking. the The third round from this past year and i don't think mike williams is behind him i think mike williams is the clear number two receiver on this team but he's the third option in his passing game because of that running back back there jared cook will be involved in the middle of the field mike williams is a special talent on how he's used on an offensive field a jump ball receiver that usually leads him getting injured but i think people are overhyping him i think this is a great offense but people are forgetting that austin eckler is on this team dj shark is here if you follow my content at all over the past at least two weeks if not longer you know that dj shark is probably the one player that i'm not drafting the most i think he's probably one of the two or three worst picks in fantasy football drafts right now i personally think that dj shark is the third wide receiver on his own team i don't think he's ever done anything special in the nfl compared to most wide receiver ones on a team that have these breakout years 2019 he had a thousand and eight yards as the only wide receiver on his team he ranked 42nd in wide receiver efficiency that year so he was not really efficient he just relied on volume last year the volume came down he ranked 72nd in efficiency and these efficiency metrics by the way don't factor in your quarterback so don't say but he has trevor lawrence now no no no. no. when he had the guardroom issues of the world when he had Worst quarterback play, it was factoring his play in his only not those quarterbacks it's independent of your quarterback it's how you were able to get yards after the catch it's how you were able to separate on your own and he ranked 72nd last year he's not a talented receiver he's fast right he's fast but he's not a talented NFL ready receiver Marvin Jones even LaVisca Chenault in a limited sample last year were better in those efficiency metrics than him so if he's not going to get the volume now with these guys now in the offense I just don't like drafting DJ Shark when he goes as a top 35 receiver and then at the top of this tier is guys that I don't really know what to do with Curtis Samuel is expected to play week one he should be the widest receiver receiver two on this team well behind Terry McLaurin we'll see how that works Ryan Fitzpatrick we'll see if we get the guy from last year who was the best probably in his career in terms of yards per attempt and efficiency at the quarterback position he just kind of falls in this range here as a guy that they're going to run the ball a lot he's maybe the second option behind Logan Thomas, maybe the third option behind McLaurin and Logan Thomas on this team. So I'm not too sure where to really do with him. You want to put him 36, 37, 38 overall. Fine. I like other guys more. And then there's Devonta Smith. This one might get some pushback and that's fair. I mean, this is a rookie, right? Many of the times I'm not going to be ranking rookies all that high, unless I have some faith in their overall talent where they were drafted and Devonta Smith has both of those things. So this is less on Devonta Smith specifically who in that preseason game looked pretty decent. And this is more so on Jalen Hurts in this overall offense. I don't really buy into Jalen Hurts as a passer all that much as a rusher for fantasy football if he actually ends up starting they don't switch him out at some point i like him a lot but as a passer i'm not really bought into him totally yet to rank devonta smith as a top 25 as a top 35 wide receiver he's close but i'm not there yet and then there's also the things to point out that i don't think it's all that true that he is he's undersized and he can't win as a wide receiver one because he's already an outlier winning in the hardest conferences in football last year all the time with Alabama, albeit he had Mac Jones and that scheme and always being wide open with Jalen Waddle usually taking double coverages. So I do think Devonta Smith is undersized, but just saying he's undersized without any other player analysis is lazy. This guy is a fantastic route runner. This guy is special at getting off of the line of scrimmage. So I do think that there's definitely some praise that can be there and a higher ranking for Devonta Smith. I don't want to hate on him, but there's a lot of un- there's a lot of question marks, especially as a rookie on what looks like it might be a bottom five offense and definitely a bottom five talented roster in the NFL with the Philadelphia Eagles that concerns me. It's very similar to what we were just saying about Brandon Cooks. Like Brandon Cooks is the clear number one wide receiver on his team. I don't think that Jalen Hurts is as bad as maybe Davis Mills, but we don't really know at the same time. So Brandon Cooks, I like a lot. I wish I could rank him as a top 30 guy. He was there last year, but I can't because of the quarterback play. I'm a little bit concerned about that. And whereas Brandon Cooks, you at least get at a value because of that quarterback play, Devonta Smith, there's no value. He's going as a borderline top 30 receiver. And I think that's incorrect. So that is my tier five and we'll slide into tier four. And I'll let you know that I do have the draft guide. If you have not yet drafted, This is a major draft weekend right now. Check it out down below. 91 running backs, 125 receivers, 50 tight ends, and 50 quarterbacks it's all listed down below ladies and the fellas out there to help you dominate your drafts there's a chance to get it for free there's two ways to get it they're both on that one link you can check them out if you're eligible for the option one you'll get it for free as an add-on bonus thanks to our partners check it out down below any questions reach out to me on twitter on tiktok in the comments below whatever you gotta do tier four is now wide receivers 28 to 40 so another big tier and then the other three tiers are gonna have 27 players so they're not gonna be as big compared to these first two tiers and we can start from the bottom and work our way up here Jarvis Landry is just Jarvis Landry right like I wish I could rank him higher Odell being back it's hard to but he's just Mr. Consistent like if Jarvis Landry's your wide receiver four or five on a team you know you're probably going to see somewhere between six and eight targets a game maybe he finds the end zone a lot of stat lines of five for 60 yards and maybe he finds the end zone he's just a solid receiver then you get Michael Pittman who continues to move up for me because Carson Wentz and also Quentin Nelson now expected to play week one but not only that you're having this disc issue with T.Y. Hilton an older player who's not expected to miss the season but pretty close to that We're not expecting to see T.Y. Hilton for at least the first half of the season. We might not see him all season. So I already thought Michael Pittman was the number one on this team over T.Y. Hilton, but now you take T.Y. Hilton out. The traditional slot receiver in Paris Campbell is there. Zach Pascal is going to go on the outside. It's Michael Pittman's show as a second-year player to break out in this offense. He has Carson Wentz there. He's going to be healthy week one. The offensive line is definitely banged up, but at least Nelson will be there now. Michael Pittman is a wide receiver one who does not have as much question marks at quarterback. I know Carson Wentz has not looked great over the past couple years, but we've seen that guy basically play at an MVP caliber level. He's not reunited with an older coach. He's out of Philadelphia where there's just negative things from a media standpoint and mental standpoint, and that matters. And now into the farmlands, like he said, that's a quote from Wentz in Indianapolis. I trust, and, and don't blame me for doing this, but I trust the arm of Carson Wentz over Davis Mills, over Tyrod Taylor for the Brandon Cook situation. And I guess I do trust it over Jalen Hurts. Don't be saying that Jalen Hurts is automatically a better passer than Carson Wentz because you saw Jalen Hurts rush for 100 yards last year. As a thrower, he was also equally as bad. But I'll take the overall quarterback, but also the offense at that, that quarterback is in in indianapolis because you get more red zone usage more touchdown upside with michael pittman than the Devonta Smiths, like we just talked about, but it's clearly close. You can see there were two differences in my rankings. You keep going down to the top 38. Will Fuller's gonna miss a week. I think he's still just fantastic at this point. Like where you can draft Will Fuller right now, it's hard for him to bottom out for you. Like if anything, he's just gonna be fine. He's just gonna have a nice season. But at the wide receiver 35, 36, 40, where he goes right now in a lot of drafts. I mean, his ceiling is clearly what it was last year. If these this HGH and steroids and PEDs didn't help him, whatever it was that he took, where he's a top 10 wide receiver. But even if he finishes top thirty, top twenty five, he smashes his ADP. If he has a bad bad season and finishes 35th to 40th because he gets injured or wherever it is he's still right around where you're drafting so it's hard to see the downside for Will Fuller. Tyler Boyd another uh, Jarvis Landry style I mean Jarvis Landry and Tyler Boyd very similar right Tyler Boyd gonna be the security blanket for Joe Burrow in the slot he's one of the safest players that you can draft in fantasy football in my opinion you probably don't have a spike of a ceiling there because of Joe Mixon Higgins these more dynamic players in my opinion and obviously Jamar Chase Tyler Boyd as safe as it gets Michael Gallup again another third wide receiver in your offense like a Tyler Boyd here he's a guy who gets continuous later in drafts, he's dropping. He's going to be playing the slot more this year. We need to see that. This offense in Dak Prescott, I mean, he's going to be on pace to throw for. 48, 5,000, probably 5,000 plus yards. That defense does not look all that much improved from their additions this off season. So Gallup, I'm probably lower than market or right around market now, depending on where the market currently is at ADP wise. Gallup looks fine there. Inside the top 35, two of my favorite wide receivers that I think can both finish easily top 25, top 20, if not top 15 in targets alone. And that is going to be Corey Davis at 35 and Marvin Jones at 34. Corey davis at 35 we saw it in the preseason he only ran 13 routes he saw 10 targets a 77 percent target rate the nfl average is is like 15 percent he smashed that now there was no elijah moore but i'll take Corey davis over elijah moore yeah rookie who's getting a lot of hype versus Corey davis who we saw be a top five efficiency wide receiver last year and demand the bag out of new york this offseason so give me davis on the outside gelled with that zach wilson arm I had a market on him. I had a market on Marvin Jones, who, yeah, I you'll know that I love the guy, right? The AC joint sprain. I'm not concerned. He could have played in the last preseason game if it was a regular season game. He's gonna be ready for Week One. He has this amazing connection already with Trevor Lawrence in camp and the preseason. He had a 40% target rate in the preseason on his routes run, which is just again ridiculous. Shows you how even more ridiculous Corey Davis's was, but more than two times the NFL average with Trevor Lawrence. He's the bigger receiver on the outside. He's a red zone body, nine touchdowns in three of the last four seasons, being banged up in a couple of those years, 100 targets in four of the last six. Gets a similar quarterback in terms of skill from Matthew Stafford to Lawrence. Like it might even be an upgrade. I don't think it's a downgrade. It might even be an upgrade. So that's where i on Jones. Number 33, another guy. So this is like the range of veterans that can just give you so much upside. Number 33 is Antonio Brown. Led this team in targets and target share the second half of last year. He led this team in deep targets by far last year. He finished the season out the last four weeks of the season as a top 12 wide receiver in fantasy football the last month of the season. He was only there for eight weeks. It took him a couple weeks to click with Tom Brady. And then Tom Brady's deep ball, as long as that's still going to be there like it was last year. Yeah, it's going to bode well for Antonio Brown, who was snagging targets from Mike Evans. Snagging targets from Chris Goblin. Those guys were healthy that entire eight games. He still led the team in target share. I mean, he, the former roommate of Tom Brady, this guy wants in there. I think he's his favorite receiver. You get him in the mid 30s. And then to finish out this tier with these five players, Juju. I think Juju's reliable. He's just going to come off the field in two wide receiver sets more than you would like to see. As I expect him to run the ball more and have Ebron and Pat mute their second round pick out of Penn State. Shout out Penn State. You see the light back there. Uh, all my alumni's out there. Let me know in the comments section. But shout out PSU. Go State. Beat Wisconsin this weekend. Juju, I still love. I mean, this is a guy who was great after the catch, great in the red zone last year. Big Ben clearly likes him, especially as a security blanket. He just drops for me here. And I'm ahead of market, I think, but he drops outside like the top 25, top 30 because he'll come off the field in those three wide receiver sets, which is not ideal. Very similar to like a Vlaviska Chenault with the Jaguars. Jamar Chase is 31st for me. Look, he's a rookie. Like I, I told you, I'm not ranking rookies that highly here. I, I think I have him pretty highly ranked as number four overall pick. All this no- news and buzz out of camp doesn't really affect me too much. It's not great to see him dropping the ball in games. He has a little bit of the yips, hasn't played football in 18 months outside of some of these preseason games. I'm not too concerned about that though. I think he'll be fine. I think the talent is definitely there the connection with burrow but it's not enough for me to rank him top 20 like some people did and still are robbie anderson at number 30 you can even put him higher i mean robbie anderson is never going to leave the field for this team he'll go into the slot at some points he'll probably won't be a, a big red zone threat because he's undersized he's a lengthy receiver but he gets that connection with sam Darnold in this offense last year where they just used robbie anderson non-stop and you might think of robbie anderson as a deep threat and normally he was with the jets last year they were using dj Moore more more downfield and joe brady in this offense for carolina was actually using robbie anderson as the stick mover and he did a fantastic job at it one of the more 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 efficient receivers in the NFL. I like Robbie Anderson a lot. I mean, this was a guy last year who was borderline top 10 in targets for a large majority of the season, and you get him outside the top 30 receivers. Finishing up tier four is a couple of veterans who I'm lower on. I mean, Adam Thielen, it's hard to remain super low on him. Obviously, the touchdowns are there. Those are going to regress. We've talked about that a ton. He's had the last two years, he's had the highest touchdown percentage, touchdown rate, and points come on touchdowns, not just the actual six points, but like the 20 yards that go along with the touchdown, the reception. He's had the highest rate in the last 20 years. And basically, from my tracking, my database, the highest rate ever these last two years as now a 32-year-old wide receiver. I don't see that withstanding, but the fact that they just lost Irv Smith for the season, there's not many other red zone weapons here. Obviously, Dalvin Cook is the main weapon. Jefferson did see a lot of red zone usage last year, but Theon's still going to be there. So he's still a top 30 receiver for me, but I do think I'm lower than market. And Kenny Galladay already banged up. He has an offense now where Daniel Jones, who I don't really know what to know about Daniel Jones. Like it hasn't looked good, but he's had one of the worst offensive lines all these last three years, but that's not going to change this year. So Kenny Galladay, a jump ball receiver. I think personally, Sterling Shepard is probably the wide receiver one on this, team you'll see where i've Shepard ranked if you have the draft guy i like sterling shepherd a lot i like him way more for the value i'd rather take Sh- Sh- sterling shepherd at his adp rather than the adp that you currently have to spend on Kenny Galladay so Kenny Galladay is very close to a do not draft for me depending on how far he falls in drafts again I think that you probably see Sterling Shepard as the wide receiver one in on this team in terms of targets and now we get to what is our final bigger tier hit the like button if you're still here and let me know in the comments again who is your favorite value right now at these wide receiver positions and this is 16 to 27 so I thought we were gonna have a smaller tier but my tier one is like five or six guys so that's why but tier three here 16 to 27 hopefully this is a video giving you a lot of analysis be sure to follow for more content we have a ton of stuff going on in the draft guys. And also the playlist here, Fantasy Football 2021 on YouTube, every single day. There's so many videos in there. Be sure to check them out. Dominate your draft. Schmack around your competition. So tier three now. You can see it starts at 16 and to 27. And I love this tier. I really do. Like I, I'm getting a couple of guys in here. I'm drafting these guys all the time. Like Every fucking time over the round, three, four, five, and six running backs. Just take these guys. They have way more upside. There may be wide receiver ones in their offense. If they're not wide receiver ones, they're high in wide receiver twos coming into their second, third year who have massive upside and we that defines a lot of these guys like number 27 here in chase claypool double digit touchdowns last year he was going to maybe be on the field in two wide receiver sets just split with juju we saw in the preseason and i mean not only that this is the same situation as dk metcalf last year like in terms of just where they're drafted dk metcalf was going as like wide receiver anywhere from wide receiver 24 towards the beginning of camp it was like wide receiver 30 end of camp it's like wide receiver 24 25 now chase claypool It was like wide receiver 32, wide receiver 35 in in, in May and June. Now it's like wide receiver 24. He's wide receiver 27 for me. Massive upside because speed, size, it's there. Like A.J. Brown, like D.K. Metcalf when they broke out in their second years. Go get yourself some Chase Claypool. Cortland Sutton has moved up for me because we got to see him in that final preseason game. There were some worries in camp early on that, okay, Cortland Sutton, there's some big concerns here with Cortland Sutton, right? Like he's mentally not over this injury. That's a concern for an ACL, but he's a young player. He's 25 still. He's and he looked good he looked good in that final preseason game he looked too and after the game he said he's over his injuries mentally over it he looked great he was cutting hard he scored a touchdown it made him bump back up to me because this was a monster i mean this guy was an insane monster 72 catches over 1100 yards two seasons ago when his quarterbacks were brandon allen joe flacco right the 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 dust of joe flacco and the ghost of him and then rookie year drew lock which was not good and he still put up that type of a season six touchdowns as well just a monster now the top 25 I'm big on Odell. Odell continues to be disrespected. Odell is going to make that offense better. The fact that Baker Mayfield started to click in that offense when Nick Chubb came back healthy last year, like Kevin Scafancy, two tight end, play action offense, pick your guys apart. And Baker started to click in that and excel in that and almost beat the Chiefs in a playoff game, of course, without Mahomes. In that, yes, that looks very, very good for Odell because when you insert him in there, some people think, oh, Odell gets worse. You're crazy if you think this offense is worse without Odell Beckham Jr. He looks fully healthy off this ACL. I like him as a top 25 receiver. I mean, this is a guy who, one time in his career, has finished outside the top seven wide receivers. Two years ago, when he came to a new team, when Baker was just starting to learn the ropes, when they had turmoil at the coaching position, and he finished with like 12.6 fantasy points per game. That's the only time he's finished outside the top seven receivers. So I don't need him to finish top 10. If he finishes 22 for me this year, he pays this off. And I think he can easily finish 22 or higher. Now you have Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy at 24 and, and Son. They're a coin flip. Same team. They're Coin flip. Uh, Sutton might have the higher ceiling, but we have to still see the concerns of the ACL are somewhat there for me. Whereas Judy coming into year two looked fantastic in year one, in my opinion, just didn't have accurate passes. A more accurate quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater now there, not by much, but more accurate than Locke has been at least these last few years. We'll see what happens there. And now these are my wide receiver twos. We're inside the top 24. So you can have the Brandon Auk, who I think is the number one pass catcher ahead of George Kittle on that team. Brandon Ayuk won in man coverage at an 85% plus rate last year. Fantastic for Brandon Ayuk. I mean, this guy is potentially going to be one of the next top 10 receivers, if not by the end of this year, by the end of next year. When he was on the field last year, and I know Kittle and I know Debo were hurt for a lot of that. He was absolutely unguardable, like insane. Go watch that tape. And if you have the all 22, go watch the, the man coverage tape. How he was winning nonstop against top cornerbacks. Get your man's brandon Ayuk, 22 is another second year player who broke out last year like t higgins is yes my number one receiver on the cincinnati Bengals team by a lot in my opinion i know a lot of people want to make it jamar chase but what you want out of jamar chase this year you already got out of t higgins last year right in six games he didn't have joe burrow last year really only five because he only ran one route in the final week of the season and he still has a massive breakout campaign and that's with aj green soaking up a lot of targets especially the first quarter to half of the season last year t higgins is the wide receiver one on this team he has the size speed specimen of a 64 220 pound wide receiver with speed that's why he was taken second in the second round last year yes right behind Michael Pittman who was taken first actually yes I like T Higgins I like DJ Moore who DJ Moore for me and Robbie Anderson maybe I should put them closer more than I have them right here because I like DJ Moore a lot if the touchdowns ever come the talent is definitely higher than Robbie Anderson it's definitely higher than Terrace Marshall the other receivers on this team DJ Moore was used more so as a downfield threat last year and it did work out Teddy Bridgewater just wasn't getting him the ball You hope that Sam Darnold, a more talented quarterback with a higher ceiling can be taken out of his shadow that he had and running from the ghosts with the jets and Joe Brady can throw him into something now that can actually get that deep ball going. And now the top 20, Mike Evans, I'm lower on. I already told you a career low in targets last year. Yeah. Because Antonio Brown's now there, but he also had a career high in touchdowns 13. That's not going to sustain when you're seeing less and less targets. When you're getting less and less separation, the red zone role will still be there. Sure. But if your touchdowns are coming down or your targets are coming down a lot, naturally your touchdowns will as well. Don't expect the 13 career year he had last year. Antonio Brown, for a full season is going to massively cut into the production of mike evans i mean he's overdrafted right now julio i'm lower on in the market because he goes as like wide receiver 14 15 i'm at 19 it's not that far off but it's a run first offense A.J. brown is the first read in this offense they're going to try and run the ball non-stop if anything ever happens to derrick henry they're still set up to try and run the ball a lot with Darrington evans nowhere near will be the same efficiency but julio will be there as the wide receiver two, really the 1a 1b it's just that i can't rely on you to be a top 15 borderline top 12 wide receiver one and fantasy receiver when you're not the number one guy in on your team when you don't have chemistry with the quarterback and when it's a run first offense top five run first offense into the top 18 we go Tyler Lockett who I consider one of the safest players in fantasy football top 24 wide receiver or better in all of his years if you're looking at non-PBR half point it's like a top 15 receiver or better each of the last three years number 11 in receptions last year number five in targets but I get it people are going to say he had that one game with like 20 targets he's had three games where all his production is in the Cowboys game that one big game on prime time I get it he absolutely dominates in a couple of games but darn Tyler Lockett for having ceiling games darn him here's the thing you know what's consistent being able to get open being a good receiver and get open in separations and earn targets that sticks that's consistent you know what's not consistent having spike weeks having some weeks of being there for you and some week it's not that's just random so the player who is good and continues to get open is not going to continue to just have these random spike weeks You don't have to worry about Tyler Lockett. He is as safe as it gets, in my opinion. He might give you a headache here or there, or at least in the past, it means nothing that he's going to the next year, right? There's no rhyme or reason to random spike weeks happening. And how dare you be mad at Tyler Lockett for having a spike monster week for you? If you have him on your bench that week, that's shame on you for being a bad fantasy manager. Last two guys in this tier are Chris Goblin, who again is lower for me than market because of the fact that this is an offense that has legit three wide receiver ones, and Antonio Brown is probably the best of them all, at least from a target standpoint. So it drops Chris Godwin, who's going to be in the slot plus and Deontay Johnson, who I do have here as a Steelers wide receiver one. He did not leave the field in the preseason in two wide receiver sets. That's massive. He did win downfield last season. They just didn't throw downfield because of Ben Shoulder, which is now apparently more healthy. This guy is a target magnet. I'm not worried about the drops. Those are not sticky by any means. They are not sticky. Do not make that a reason why you don't draft Jerry Judy or DeAndre Hopkins or Deontay Johnson, because then you shouldn't have been drafting Amari Cooper and and Odell the last three to four years when they led the league in drops a couple of those seasons. So my final two tiers are made up of 15 total receivers tier two is on the screen right now hit that like button if you're still here for me and check out that supreme draft guide down below any questions let me know still chance to get it for free as you finish up your draft so seven through 15 here and there's been a recent change for me as recent as literally this morning and i'll discuss that when we get to it the guy's not here he used to be here my wide receiver 12 now my wide receiver six so a pretty massive bump so you can see these guys on the bottom here in cooper cup and robert woods if you want to swap it those rams receivers and put it cup or woods and then cup by all means do it i kind of go back and forth on them when i'm in drafts depending on the exposure i already have of them but yes i do expect this offense to be a lot better with matthew stafford these guys have already been borderline top 15 receivers they've both been top five yards after the catch guys they've both been just the only receivers in their offense getting 120 30 140 targets each over these last two years i expect that to remain maybe one of them hits 150 but i expect with 17 games both of these guys to clear 125 targets both of them to remain efficient after the catch and actually see those touchdown totals go up since there's no cam acres now and there's a Matthew Stafford who's going to be a lot better than Jared Goff at delivering in the red zone. C.D. Lamb is 13. C.D. Lamb is going as a top 10 receiver right now, and I get it. He looked fantastic in all of his camp and with his incredible catches in camp right now, like every fucking receiver does, but Dallas is such a big media network. They right now have hard knocks, so that's making people be even more excited when Amari Cooper's been banged up and hurt, but still, C.D. Lamb is great. He's a top 13 receiver for me right now. He could easily break out as a top five receiver. I agree with that. But we're trying to project that onto a guy that we have not yet seen it yet. He looked great last year. He probably is going to be a top 12 receiver. That's why I have him right here. But he's not ahead of Amari Cooper yet for me. Amari Cooper's numbers last year with Dak Prescott were better, were much better, was leading the NFL in targets better last year than CeeDee Lamb. And I get it. Lamb was a rookie. He was in the slot a lot. Now he's moving to the outside. It seems like I'm talking down on CeeDee Lamb. But I have him as my wide receiver 13. He goes as wide receiver 10. It's not that far off. CeeDee Lamb, I still love getting in the third round, but now people are starting to take him in the second round, and I'm not for that. Number 12 is old, reliable Allen Robinson. He might actually get the best quarterback that he's ever had, a much more accurate Justin Fields than you will get, especially in the deep ball, than you will get from Andy Dalton this year, or that you got from Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles last year, some of the worst deep ball throwers. Not much more to say about Allen Robinson. If you have him in your top 10, I really can't complain with you. He's been fantastic. He was my wide receiver six last year, my wide receiver 12 this year, because some second year, third year players are now jumping up. A.J. Brown is number 11. This was my number like five, number six right around there, wide receiver until Julio J- Jones came over so run first offense when you have now Corey Davis who was good last year right but you want to upgrade that to Julio Jones who I still think has one or two more good years left it's harder to go all in on AJ Brown who still does really rely on yards after the catch and efficiency from this offense which can break at any second if anything was to ever happen to not only Ryan Tannehill but Derek Henry and now inside the top 10 10 is Amari Cooper look Amari Cooper is ready to go he played in the last preseason game so all the injury concerns that hard Knox is talking about and that you think that Amari Cooper is injury prone or banged up he literally just played in a preseason game he is fine he led this team in targets when Dak Prescott was healthy he's been elite when Dak Prescott has been healthy he's a great run route runner I don't know if he's an elite route runner but he's a great route runner so I'll take that connection with Amari Cooper right now who we, we know is going to be on the outside we know is going to be in the slot where we don't have to question how much is Lamb going to be on the outside is Gallup going to be in the slot we know that they're going to put Amari Cooper in the spots to win right now I'll take Amari Cooper there at 10 and to finish this up you have DK Metcalf at 7 Keenan Allen at 8 and Terry McLaurin at 9 Terry McLaurin, the wide receiver one on that team, he's the one guy who I'm like, eh, do I want to put Terry McLaurin at like 12 and Allen Robinson at nine, who's a little bit more consistent, but I'm really trusting right now, Ryan Fitzpatrick, which may be going to backfire me, but my number nine receiver, Keenan Allen, number two last year, 10.5 targets per game, only behind Devontae Adams. Was a 25% red zone target share guy. Continues to dominate. People want to say Keenan Allen, but he's injury prone. Yeah, eight years ago, six years ago. He has been the third healthiest wide receiver the last four years. He's missed four games in four years. That might sound like, oh, he's missing a game a year. That's bad. No, that's really, really good. Especially when guys like Odell are missing all of last year, right? And Quillen Stunn misses all of last year and they wipe out 16 games like it's nothing. Four games in the last four years. Don't let Keenan Allen burning last year when he said, hey, play me and then he didn't play. Don't let that stop you from drafting him. He's going to be seeing so much volume in this offense with a new offensive line, a lot better offensive line. This is going to be line top five offense give me keenan allen and then dk Metcalf. not much to say here a size speed specimen just like aj brown except Unlike AJ Brown, it's not a run first offense. They might want to run the ball, but he's the clear 1A, 1B with Tyler Lockett. He is going to be a part of a top five quarterback in the NFL, an efficient score, an efficient quarterback who had a career high in touchdowns last year, who knows how to keep plays alive, which opens up deep throws to a guy who's a monster, 225 pound, 230 pound, uh, 99 percentile speed. He is the fastest wide receiver in the NFL and he's 230 pounds. That's fucking scary. Mr. DK Metcalf. So drum roll please let me shoulder lean a little bit we made it the top six receivers my tier one you can probably know the guys that i haven't mentioned yet they're gonna be in here but what order will they be in here all Well, let's get into it hit the like button hey hit the subscribe button hey let's do this. Wide receivers one through six. My number six is Justin Jefferson. He was my wide receiver 12. I moved them up to six. Why? Because Irv Smith is banged up. Irv Smith is banged up and done for the year. So Irv Smith was maybe going to be the wide receiver three in this team. Why else? They released Chad Beebe, who's not really great, but I just want to show you the depth that they have. They ended up losing BZ Johnson, who was the wide receiver three in the preseason. DD Westbrook has still not practiced or taken part in practice, recovering from a, uh, a hamstring or actually an ACL injury. So he's in the slot. He suffered that with Jacksonville on the kickoff return last year, I believe. So he's maybe going to be their slot receiver but he's not out there yet amir smith marset their rookie is apparently going to be the kickoff and punt returner and they don't want to put him out there yet so it's it's kj osborne who had a nice preseason who i liked a lot in camp he had a great camp but this is an unproven wide receiver three you don't have a clear top end tight, tight end i think tyler lock or tyler conklin should be good but not as good as irv smith and now it's just taking place for justin jefferson to potentially lead this league maybe right behind Devonte adams this year in targets so he had to move up for me after i ran some more things in the projections for his target share he bumps up to six number five is ridley who also could lead the league in targets 30% target share likely inbound. He already was seeing the number one cornerbacks last year. People want to say, oh, Ridley's not gonna be as good because Julio was taking number one coverage. Julio saw majority number one cornerback coverage zero times last year. You know who saw it? Calvin Ridley. He saw the Jair Alexanders, who actually goose egged him. Although Ridley left early. He saw Marshawn Latimore twice. His. He saw twice. Uh, he saw Casey Hayward. He saw all these guys, right? Ridley's gonna be in line for a massive year. Averages over twenty fantasy points per game in eight career games without Julio Jones. And then the top four, flip it around however you really want. Really the top three, four is Hopkins. I like Hopkins. They have AJ Green. Should take some pressure off Hopkins. Hopkins likely to be used more downfield this year since they have a chain mover underneath where Kirsten Kirk was not effective last year, where Andy Isabella was not effective last year, where Larry Fitzgerald definitely wasn't effective last year. You upgrade that into a massive upgrade. You pack a punch that shit, shout out Nazi zombies, into Rondell Moore. And now DeAndre Hopkins can finally go back downfield as potentially the best actual receiver in the league. But for fantasy, my wide receiver four. Top three guys here. I mean, put them in any order you want. Adams is by far and away. He might be in a tier of his own right now as a wide receiver. Receiver one. Not only did he see the most volume last year in fantasy football in terms of a 42% red zone target share, a 34% target share, but he was also the number one efficient receiver. How do you remain so efficient, the number one efficient receiver in yards per out run last year while also seeing the most volume? That means every player just fucking dominating. Number one receiver, Tyreek Hill, 17 touchdowns, a monster downfield. They're so weak at wide receiver two. It's Kelsey, who's now going to be 33 years old. It's Tyreek, who's still in his prime attached to Patrick Mahomes. It's easy number two for me. And then there's Steph Diggs, who the only reason he's behind Tyreek and Adams is I've seen Adams. Do it multiple years. I've seen Tyreek do it multiple years. I've seen Steph Diggs and Josh Allen, for that matter, do it once. Now, I don't think they're both going to become terrible players, but I've only seen them do it for one year. I've only seen this Bills offense work for one year, and it came out of nowhere, right? So, although I do think it's going to continue to happen, I don't think there's going to be massive regression. I like the fact that I've seen these other guys sustain that production in the offense that they're in for multiple years. So, by no means do I say don't draft Steph Diggs. I mean, if you're picking 12th in a fantasy league and you want to take Steph Diggs back to back with a num- another receiver or somebody else, I think that's fine. That's how good of a pick I think that Steph Diggs is. You can see my top two. 200 rankings, not just my tiers and and my overall ranks, but my top 200 rankings for your drafts down below in that draft guide. So there we go. There it is, 51 receivers we just talked about, right? So we ended up getting through five tiers. If you're curious about guys who just missed the cut, like 52 through 55, it's McCall Harmon, Cole Beasley, Elijah Moore, Terrace Marshall, Brian Edwards, Nelson Aguilar, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddell, Rondell Moore. That kind of gets you over to wide receiver 60 for me. So thanks for tuning into the video. I know it was a long one, but the season is here. You are now prepped for running backs. You are now prepped for wide receivers, a bunch of other stuff. We'll probably do a couple more mock drafts. A, A disrespect, the all disrespect team video is going to be releasing likely tomorrow. I appreciate you tuning in. Week one is right here. We're about to break it down. DFS, sports betting, season long. We're ready for week one. Before you go, hit the like button. Before you go, subscribe and notify to this channel. Notify to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you are notified of when we're dropping stuff because you're going to dominate your draft. You're going to smack around. I slave in this room all day. I'm working nonstop in here to prepare you for all your drafts, to prepare you for your weeks to weeks, to win you the dollar whiskeys in DFS. We won over $24,000 in the preseason profit wise, yes, from props and from DFS. And we're going to smack the regular season round as well. So if you're into DFS, perfect. I know a lot of you are. If you're not, figure out what daily fantasy sports is and come win some more money along with your season-long leaks you'll rock i'll see you in the next one like and subscribe before you go this is schmacks for the day peace out gang